beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. Alright, Rome, I got something for your ass. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast. Today we got a very special episode where we're talking specifically about minute 75 to 80 of Too Fast, Too Furious. That's the only special thing we're talking about those five minutes. Um, it's episode 16 of season two. My name is Stone, and uh, the other co-host is also here, and his name is Guard. Hey, Guard. Hello. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to you, Stone, and to all the people uh, that are listening in right now. Happy week after New Year to you. Yes. Um, I thought you were gonna say we had a special guest, and I was, uh, I was really no, upset. I was a, like, "What if we a, we haven't prepared anything?" It's just a special episode because we're talking about five minutes of Too Fast, Too Furious that we've never talked about before. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes so it every special. so every episode special is what you're saying. It is. It is. <laughs> okay. Nice. Awesome. Well, guard. Um, happy New Year's. I hope you had a a great New Year's. And uh, do I you did. have any? Excellent. New Year's resolutions? No, fuck that. New Year's resolutions are bullshit. You're perfect. You don't need to change anything. Do you have any wow, 2022 uh, dreams or wishes that you hope come true? Hmm. For you personally. <laughs> dreams or wishes? Um. Yeah, any New Year's wishes? Fuck resolutions. Let's talk about New Year's <laughs> wishes. <laughs> you kind of put me on the spot. I didn't uh, consider my New Year's dreams before the episode. <laughs> But I would say maybe uh, a dream. I would like to publish a book this year. That'd be fucking tight. Wow, I love that New Year's dream. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I hope it comes true. Anything um, hey, for audience. you, Stone? Yes, thank you for asking. Um, my dream is not going to be a surprise to you or the audience, but in the year of 2022, I would like to buy a race car and then <laughs> race yeah. said race car. Nice. I think I can do it this year. I think I can. Uh, uh, are you being serious? Like you're actually going to buy a race car? Well, and by buy a race car, I mean buy any under $3,000 car that seems capable of driving and then take it to a racetrack. Because for a car to be a race car guard, I don't know if you know this, all you have to do is race it. <laughs> ah, I see. So you're going to buy a, a trashed car and race it. Yes, and then by, by doing that, it will then be a race car by definition incredible okay any car's a race car if you race it on a track i suppose that's true technically so hey audience um you're all perfect as well you don't need to change anything about yourself but please uh tweet at us your your new year's dreams <laughs> i'd love to hear them i would do especially you steve <laughs> yes well guard mm-hmm. um are we going to ring in the new year with a new sponsor? Yes, we are. We have a good one today as well, uh, so praise be. Oh, I already knew that, but... Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, this week and the start of 2022 is brought to you by returning to work after the holidays. <laughs> Feeling too good? Getting ideas that you could really get used to this sort of thing and need them stamped out? Try returning to work after the holidays. That's a bit of, dep of a depressing one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But they paid us, so. I guess we'll take their money. We'll read, but... uh, we'll read any ad from anyone if you pay us enough. <laughs> so 
Some people, <laughs> of course, have to pay more than others, as previously discussed, but there you go. Well, great. Um, Stone, who wouldn't you take an ad from for $1 million? Nobody. There's not a single person. What about the Taliban? I would take it. Million dollars? Are you <laughs> All kidding? The controversial stuff. Dude. Dude, I will sell my soul for a million dollars in the form of reading any advertisement on this show. So you would recruit people to join ISIS for a million dollars? That sounds like it might be a federal crime. Maybe anything. <laughs> so anything that's not a crime. Anything that's not a federal or I'm pretty sure that is crime. for sure a crime. So good. Trying uh, to recruit terrorists, I think that fall somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good in, point. In federal law. Yeah. yeah. Wise. Yeah. Anything so that, that isn't good. that does not implicate me or you or the show in a crime. Anything. Anything. Fair enough. All right, you heard it here first, people. We <laughs> haven't had a paid sponsor for a few weeks. Uh, and we, excuse me, when I say that, I mean paid us already. Everyone else's is in the mail, of course. <laughs> the, but the dang supply chain, we haven't got a single check since we haven't well, cashed since a we check started for, for weeks. Uh, someone a while back, oh, the anonymous sponsor uh, bounty is still available, by the way. I just want to remind everyone can't forget the, the person that has been supplying me with puns, of which I did not use this particular episode, and the ad spot uh, is still available. You can buy that person's name for a set price to be discussed privately with me. <laughs> DM us. Yeah, DM us. And then also tweet at us your New Year's dreams. I have um, spoke to the said anonymous sponsor. It's not Mirrorstone, by the way. It's not a not family member. We're not gaslighting you. We're not gaslighting anyone. There really is an anonymous sponsor. About that. They're not okay with their identity being revealed in this way. They're mad about it. And yet I'm still willing to offer this for a certain price. <laughs> Guard's putting a friendship on the line That's right. for this. Who said it was a friend? Maybe it's someone I don't even know. That's Anonymous right. sponsor, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. You are a friend of mine. I just Guard's am trying to build trying, intrigue. Guard's trying to burn a bridge for a set price. <laughs> That's right. And Hell I yeah. love that because that means he's dedicated to the show. That's right. Um, anyway, Stone. Guard, do you have anything else off top? Off the top? I'm fresh out. Well, I have a little bit. Um, I'd like to get into. We've been, we've been uh, car light lately because weirdly enough, this isn't much of a car movie. It's more of a, a idiots do crimes movie. It's like a buddy cop movie, I guess. Yeah, the fir the first one, like, there was a lot of car bits that we could do, but this one, there isn't a ton. We've been in the same two loud, obnoxiously painted cars for the whole movie. That's we got true. the muscle cars, but that was so long ago. Um, I hope you're not talking about the same thing I'm going to talk about soon. So. I assure you I'm not. <laughs> okay. I wanted to talk about my race car journey, a little bit of my, a, bad, a little bit of a look into my 2022 dream. <laughs> You've already been looking into this. Oh, of course. Every day for the past fucking several months. Are you kidding? Incredible. I was unaware. Well, guard. Mm -hmm. um, as you and the audience know, I've been a bit of a car boy since we started this. I found a new hobby, and I'm still in it. I'm still deep into it. Which is incredible for your normal time frame. Which is incredible. I'm Dude, 
when it comes to cars, there's a lot to uh, know and watch. And dude, just I've just been watching back catalog of old Top Gear, and that could be enough to last for a good going, six yeah. months. Oh yeah, at least. Um, but a thing I like to do <laughs> is just look at used cars. Just see what's out there. You know, just just see what I could buy if I had a house sure. and a place to store an extra car that I don't need, right? Mm-hmm. And the other day I found one that, ooh, baby, I wanted. <laughs> I wanted so bad, guard. Let me guess. A Mitsubishi Eclipse. <laughs> no. No, much dumber than that. Um, I'm pretty sure I shared a link with you and our other friends. Uh, the car I found that I wish I could purchase, it's right here in Carson City. It's reasonably priced. Uh, it, it looks nice. Fairly low miles for what it is. It is a early 2000s two-door hatchback Ford Focus. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> Which is a great car for me because... Good little engine in a in a light little car. So a little engine it, that could, okay. Yeah, enough power to have fun, but not enough to get me in trouble. A manual transmission, uh, hatchback two door, which I'm a big fan of. Hmm. Um, okay. Front yeah. wheel drive little race car. It's also bright ass yellow. It's so yellow. It's hilarious. Wow. Okay. Potential nicknames so, on the way. <laughs> so I Please was looking at this us car. potential nicknames for Stone's really cool new car. I was looking at this car and thinking, damn, I wish I could buy it. Sure. If I had a house, I probably would have because it wasn't very expensive. But then I started doing some research on this car, right? I started watching some reviews. I started falling down that rabbit hole, seeing if there was good mods for it, if there's a community behind it. And then I thought, damn, I wish I could drive this car right now. And then I had a, uh, a light bulb went off guard. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Uh, IRL in the real world, I could not drive that car oh at that exact God. moment. Okay. But I thought... I thought you were going to say something much stupider. That I bought the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish I could... drove it just to I wish it. I could surprise you with a me buying a car. And when I do buy a car guard, you're going to hear about it live on the podcast. I want you I, to know I for would a suspect fact. that's true. I, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was kind of thinking you did it solely as a bit, and I was flabbergasted. I did not buy a car for a bit, but I did scour the internet thinking, I have a racing sim. I have a steering wheel. I have a computer. I wonder if some dork has modeled a early 2000s Ford Focus that I can drive. And goddamn it, guard, they sure have. Oh, Christ. So I downloaded that car, took it to uh, a track that I'm familiar with, put in some laps. I thought, damn, this is cool. But then I thought, guard, even bigger brain play. Mm -hmm. When I do get a race car, where am I going to drive it? A shitty little racetrack <laughs> a couple hours from here, where the Reno branch of the Sports Car Club of America rents out once a month. For $175, you can take your car there and race it. Sure, yeah. I thought, there's no way there's a mod for this track. Oh, good God. Guard there fucking was. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, um, with the entire internet at my fingertips, I could drive any car anywhere. <laughs> 
I can drive a, so a classic Ferrari on the streets of Monaco. Mm-hmm. I can take a I can take an American Muscle Classic to Italy to drive one of their like Monza. I could do anything, but instead, instead I spent... you chose to do something so dumb. Instead, instead I I spent so many hours driving <laughs> a 2004 Ford Focus at Thunder Hills Raceway in Northern California, and I had a great time. So, um, I have not bought a car yet, but I'm itching to, and when I do, I'll be ready because I'm practice up, baby. You're going to be ready to drive the the actual vehicle. Well, I mean, I already drove a simulation of it at a simulation of the track. Right, and you Uh, know how to drive a car. Yes. How fast do you think uh, you're actually going to go on the track? Um, How fast can that car even go? That car can go a little bit over 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Okay, so, I thought we were going to have a new Fast Five Pod host record. Uh, I was sorely mistaken. Never mind. <laughs> oh, guard! The cars I'm looking at aren't uh, top speed monsters. They're little front wheel drive cars that you can just huck around some corners. Well, Stone, I was under the impression you were challenging me for my speed record. No, 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 no. If you'll I'm, remember, I'm... the top speed any of the hosts of the Fast Five Pod have driven. <laughs> Is 144 U.S. miles per hour. Oh, there's no way a 2004 Ford Focus could go that quick. And well, a nor 2019 would I want Audi can, Stone, so... <laughs> nor would I want to go that fast in a 2004 <laughs> Focus. It's pretty but, exhilarating, uh, man. But hey, guys, when I finally buy an actual race car, uh, you, you, Guard, and you, the audience, will be the first to know about it. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of guys, Stone, um, and people hearing, shall we get into the fast five minutes? Let's do it, man. Uh, guard. Also, good luck. I hope both of our dreams come true. I hope both of our dreams come true. Again, both of our dreams, doable. If totally I publish doable. a book, to be clear, I will be promoting it on the podcast. That's the whole point of having a podcast, to pro- yeah. promote yeah. your other more successful ventures. That's right. <laughs> But maybe if I get famous from a book, a lot of people will start listening to the podcast. Yeah, it's like a bit of a bit of a uh, give and take, you know. <laughs> we'll remember the OG fans. Anyway, Stone always guard. Do uh, you? How, this is a little oh. switch em up on you. Oh wow! Would <laughs> I like you being like to tell us how the fast five minutes started or finished? Well, it started, or it finished. Let's go finished. Sure. Since I get a pick. Yeah, it's powerful I get a feeling, pick. huh? It's, it, it, <laughs> it finished with the return of a character we haven't seen in many moons. It did? Did I miss that? Mm-hmm. We'll, get, we'll get to it. Is Vin Diesel in this and I missed it? Not that many moons, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> close. Am I just forgetting? I watched it today. <laughs> okay, anyway, audience, I'll be as surprised as you are, I get. What let me I'm looking at the end of my notes now. Oh, you're an idiot, you dumbass. I know what you're talking about. 
crowd favorite characters coming back. Okay, fucking Jesus Christ. Stick around, everyone, for the return of a crowd favorite. Stone is correct. How has that been? I would never lie. What's been longer? That, the special end of episode character, or Vin? Vin. Because this this character has been in this movie, but it was very, very early, a long time ago. Okay, you're right, you're right. Okay, anyway, this five-minute, incredible, uh, by the way. I You almost had me there, Stone. <laughs> almost. If not for my notes, I would not know. Stick around to the very end. Listen time is going way up right now because everyone's dying to know this character. Oh, dude, it's... And I will say, it's not... This isn't a joke. It is it is a fan-favorite character. It is. Uh, um, <laughs> my fan-favorite. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. And I assume the fans as well. I, it's got, I've heard from several fans it's one of their favorites. Uh, and how anyway, does it begin, guard? The five minutes begins with uh, people not using walkie-talkies to talk to each other when they absolutely should be. <laughs> and vice absolutely. versa. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, we jump back in where we left off, as tradition. Uh, and guard... <laughs> as we guard, do every week. Your guard, uh, Roman and Brian. Yes. Have Watched by guard. Watched by guard have pulled up side by side, and they're pumping themselves and each other up for the mission. They are uh, the walkie-talkie thing. To expound on that, they each have a walkie-talkie that they, uh, you know, can utilize to speak to each other with because they're in separate vehicles, right? A great way to communicate if you're not in the same vehicle. Absolutely. Walkie-talkies back and forth. Hit the button. Which they are doing as they roll up to each other. Yes. Uh, and then they are like, windows are rolled down, so they just continue having their conversation without the walkie-talkies, which makes sense and is a kind of a fun transition. Um, in this conversation, <laughs> Brian asks Roman, so you ready for this? And Roman <laughs> says, mm, great line, guns, murderers, crooked cops, I was made for this. Yeah, he sure Really, was. Roman? Were you? He is, uh, I mean, how could you say he's not? He's absolutely made for this sort of thing. He's, well, let's, uh, guard, he's not guard, a murderer. Let's do a little brainstorm. <laughs> what makes Roman made for a situation that involves guns, murderers, and crooked cops? One, he owns a gun. Okay. Two, he <laughs> knows a murderer. Brian, yeah, Correct. I guess. Three, he I knows so. a crooked cop. I guess. Also Brian. I guess he does know of all three of those things. Yeah. Most of which are related directly to Brian. Which makes um, me I was equally, thinking, uh, you know, I'm equally as qualified to rob a bank or, uh, you know, uh, go skydiving solo because I've seen people do... I haven't seen anyone rob a bank, let me be clear. On a movie, I've seen someone rob a bank is what I was going for. I I was just thinking of Roman's past life experiences and how he got to this point because we do know that he's done crimes, but his crimes involved just, like, boosting cars, and then he got caught with said boosted cars. So I don't know... <laughs> Yeah, all jokes aside, Roman's not super qualified for this. No, I don't know how honest. he's super qualified for this. We've learned he's dumb. We've learned he doesn't know what he's doing in, like, 
related to uh, law enforcement, which he is, I guess, currently law enforcement, even though he's broken the law more than anybody else here. Um, but he's and very... We'll go on, spoiler, we'll go on to break some more laws today. Yeah, several more. Bumps, um, bumps but he is very confident that he, Roman, uh, himself, was made for this. Well, Stone, what's the ultimate way to become ready for something? Confidence. So I think he's <laughs> ready for And he it. is oozing confidence. Got confidence coming out of his ears. Correct. Yeah. He if there's anything he's not lacking, it's certainly confidence. <laughs> it's certainly not. He's lacking sleeves on most of his shirts. Yeah, on almost every not. shirt he owns, he's lacking sleeves. That's true. But he is not lacking confidence. I'll no. tell you that. No, no, much. no, no. He that's that's uh not something he needs at all. Some might say he has too much, but <laughs> no, who would ever <laughs> that's ridiculous. Not me. Yeah. Not me. That's silly and ridiculous. No, he's certainly not. Uh, now, Stone, something develops during this time period pr- fairly quickly uh, that I'm pretty excited to talk about. Okay, yeah. Let's get uh, into it. As you may remember, so just to set the scene for everyone that's tuning in after a long week or maybe more from the holidays, uh, our boys are transporting a mysterious substance, something that's going to be a really big deal. Undisclosed. They, we haven't. We we've been teased. They're transporting something. They've the asked what that something movie, is. Long, like I mean, we're like what three quarters of the way into the movie, and they <laughs> haven't revealed it yet. But they've talked about it in several several scenes. They're doing a run, and we don't know what it is. Big mystery. <clears throat> big question mark of the film. <laughs> they've showed up somewhere to, uh, you know, get the thing. A trailer. They show up to a trailer park where we we, we then see. Uh, the woman with the big walkie-talkie. Indeed. We also will be reminded that the drug dealer rightfully, in my opinion, does not trust these two gentlemen as his drug runners. So he's sending two trusty guys to drive with them on the way. Yes. He has <laughs> two of the people doing the drug run are his trusted boys. Ride right. or die. His would do dies, anything yeah. for him. That's correct. Two of them he met, mm, give <laughs> or take, ago. three days ago. Yeah, yeah, less than a week ago. <laughs> so, so those are his squad, his trusted crew. That's right. Uh, now these gentlemen show up, uh, and we'll get to what they they pull out of first. But before we do anything further, Stone, I want to talk about what they show up in. Yes. Okay. Uh, they come in something that's pretty badass, and that something, uh, did you notice, Stone, what vehicle it was? Is it the uh, mid-2000s, early 2000s Dodge Durango? That's correct. It was a 2002, 2001-2002 Dodge Durango, and guess what? That was my first ever car. Dodge Durango, really? That's right. That specific year, I that oh, even wow. I'd have to check on the year for to make to be positive, but it looks exactly like the. I mean, it's the same color even of the one I drove around in high school. Wow, that's exciting. That being said, Stone, we're of course doing a Woodstone drive. That great, great. That is really the only other car in this entire five minutes that we haven't talked about. So let's get into it. I'm super pumped for it. So, as I said, uh, I have traversed 
Riverton, Wyoming in this, uh, <laughs> hopefully not doxing my family. I've traversed Riverton, Wyoming in this beautiful car. I treated it super well, as my dad would attest to. It. Uh, the reason I quit driving it is because the engine and transmission simultaneously exploded, which I had nothing to do with. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that for it, a fucking it second. It wasn't because I jumped it over city streets illegally through stop it signs. Wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't caused... because you treated it like every 17-year-old yeah. treats their first car. It wasn't because I like trash. went mudding with it a, a bunch, uh, much to my father's chagrin. It wasn't because I never changed the oil in it. It wasn't any of those things. It just <laughs> matters out of your hands. But don't let the that influence gods. you. For some reason, I had a defective one uh, mm. through no problem of my own. They're usually reliable, I've heard. Okay. Here's the specs <laughs> for you. You've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this. Oh, also, Stone, I almost forgot the most important part of things I've done in the 2002 you? Dodge Durango. Ooh. I've drag raced this vehicle. You've drag raced like you'd drag a river. I've drag raced. Don't drag talk raced. about my accent, Stone. It's okay. It's uh, sorry. I just need a clarification. For. I've drag raced this vehicle. Oh, IRL. And and how did it go? I blew the doors off. Almost literally, a car that we've discussed <laughs> prior. Literally, a, you'll understand in a second. A car that we've discussed prior on this show. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. Is it the Ford Taurus we've Indeed. talked about? Indeed it is. Ow. Dad, once so, you listen so, to this in two years when you figure out podcasts and how to play them, oops, sorry. Oops. When you hear this, oops-a-daisy, I drag raced this uh, on a city street, uh, one sort of out of town. Allegedly. Super dangerous. Allegedly. Allegedly. This. Yes, I uh, can't confirm or deny I did it. The All statute of limitations is passed, I think. I don't know. I don't know how long I work. kicked Tyler Graham's ass in this race, okay? It wrecked, idiot. Yeah. Ford Taurus holds nothing on this. Okay, I've spent long enough in the glory days. Specs. Specs 14 miles me. per gallon city. 19 Not highway. Great. Not great. That sounds like a <laughs> uh, mid-sized uh, SUV in the early 2000s. Yes, but consider this stone. Six seats. That's, that's a lot of seats. And I can tell you from personal experience, more can fit in there than the recommended factory settings. Huh. How do you know that? Guess. A guess by me, I mean. Oh, okay. Not, just, just not speculation. you have to guess, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, another thing, Stone, I have a review for you to consider before you tell us would you buy it or not. <laughs> okay. This is from Brandy on Kelly Blue Book. Um, okay. Now... Brandy reviewed a 99 Dodge Durango, but they're largely the same thing. So just, you know, whatever. Pros, four-wheel drive, great in snow. Cons, heavy on gas, blind spots. Here's her official review. Okay. Re reliable station, never breaks down. Overall, dependable vehicle, great for families or not. <laughs> good, good, comfortable. Good if you have a family or if you don't. That's right. Fuck around and get it, I guess. Great for families or not. Good, comfortable, Steven. Okay. I'm not kidding. It says that. Good, comfortable Steven. Sedan, maybe <laughs> right. she was trying to type? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, she rates it high in performance, low in comfort, which I would disagree with. Huh. I was comfortable as hell in that thing. Anyway. Interesting. One's going right now. 
for 181,000 miles. Am I, am I not supposed to guess this part? No, I'm about to say one 181,000 miles. One's going for okay. right now. How much would you, how much do you think it's worth with that mileage? And this is a 2002. Guard, I'd like to uh, ask another spec. What kind of engine is this bad boy running? Do you know? Super good question. I want to say, I want to say V8. Let me look it up really quick. Pause. Stone, if you want to uh, talk <laughs> while I do this to entertain the audience. No, I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to just guess, Stone. I don't know for sure. I'm fairly confident it was a V6. They came with both, but uh, that's a hint you can have on the price. <laughs> Okay, well, a Dodge Durango either comes in a 4.7 liter V8 or a 5.9 liter V8. No wonder this thing gets fucking oh, 14 sick. miles to the nice. gallon. So, maybe, so it that's probably a, had a V8 then in that bad boy. It, it for sure had a V8. It was either um, 235 horsepower or 250. Curb weight is <laughs> a uh, lot. Uh, almost five thousand pounds. It's That's so boy. many pounds. It's a, it's big, a boy. big boy with a big engine. Um, and I have to guess the price. Of current price. Two thousand two. Current price for a two thousand two with one hundred eighty thousand miles. Um, I'm gonna say forty five hundred dollars. Maybe your best guess ever. Four thousand dollars. Uh, three nine 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 to be precise. Woodstone drive that. I think I, I, yeah, I think I would. Guard, wow. you know what? I would. Fuck the environment, huh? You heard it here first. Stone hates Mother Earth. That's too bad. I would drive this as my two-car garage where I'm only <laughs> driving cars made in 2002 where I have my daily driver of a 2002 Ford Focus, nice. front-wheel drive, mm-hmm. great fuel economy. But if I just need that extra horsepower and I need a, some four-wheel drive action because it's snowy out, I'll rip this out. Hey, you know? great in snow. Yeah, not an not an everyday driver, but it'll it'll get you where you need to go for sure, uh, at the expense of your wallet and today's gas prices. Oh, it would be horrific. Guard, can you tell that I've spent hours and hours looking at used cars with that with that price guess? Yeah, that was really good, Stone. Because uh, uh early two thousands. Under two hundred thousand mile car is kind of right what I've been looking at. <laughs> oh wow, Dude, that's bunch. too bad for you. Yeah, man. No, no, no. It's great. Oh no, yeah. It's it's awesome. It's badass. That's what I meant to say. Um, wow, what a great segment. I'm yeah, glad we got to take conclude. a little trip down memory. Guard, what's your favorite memory you had in your Dodge Durango? I'll tell you because I don't think Drew listens to this podcast. Um, this is kind of mean though. <laughs> So, okay. so ev- everyone listening in, I've changed. Okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't behave in this way anymore. This the story uh, is mean. Just for reference, how old were you at the time of story? Sixteen, I believe. We can't hold sixteen-year-old guard to account. <laughs> That's we true. No I, one. Can. No, I'm sorry. This story isn't even about true. I think it's about Wyatt. One of the. It doesn't matter. One of my childhood friends. It, no, it must have been Drew. Um, anyway, here's the best memory in this. We okay. were banging around, as you do, as, as uh, high schoolers, in the car. Nothing better to do than drive around town. 
you live in Wyoming. What else would you do? Yes. We were playing a classic game of at the stoplight, get out and switch seats, everyone. Ha ha. Uh, uh, yes, classic game. You never heard of this? No, it is a classic okay, game. Okay, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. I stop at this stoplight. Um, keep in mind, a little background of Riverton uh, for this story. It's a little bit of a seedy place in some areas. Overall, it's a great, nice town. Gar, do you know how many stoplights are in Riverton? Uh, mm, 10, maybe? I don't know. This wasn't a stoplight. I... This was oh, a stop okay. sign. Because I know the exact amount in Douglas. <laughs> okay, no, I don't know in Riverton. But anyway, we so we stop. Everyone jumps out except me. I'm the driver. It's my car. I'm not letting anyone else drive. Everyone's no, going you're wild. the king of this castle. That's correct. Well... I turned out we stopped in front of what I now assume is a um, drug house. Okay. There were some a couple <laughs> people outside that were fucking pissed that we stopped outside their house, and they said, "Get the hell out of here." You were uh, having too much fun in their line of sight, and they weren't happy about it. Oh, I, yeah. Also, I don't think they were happy that we were uh, causing a lot of attention to be drawn to their drug house. Well. One of them appeared to reach for a a uh, gun in the waistband, which I might be making up because I, this story is a long time ago, or it might be true. I don't know. In my mind, he well, reached for a gun. What else would be holding in his waistband? Correct. I peel out in the Durango, realize Badass. that I believe Drew, maybe Wyatt, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Drew has not gotten back in the car yet. You left a man behind. <laughs> no, no, no. Slam the brakes on. Okay. To get Drew. We don't we don't leave men behind. Back door still open. Flies more open. Drew thought the car was uh peeling out, so he's at a full sprint head first to try to catch up. <laughs> I full stop the car and the his head slams into the Durango door. <laughs> Drew falls directly on his ass. Someone else gets out, throws him in the car, we take off. Well, you all seem to be okay. I've met Drew. Uh, no lasting effects that I could have Still noticed. alive. Yeah, still a great guy. Still kicking and nice as ever. One of my favorite people, if I'm being honest. He's he's to- he's a top-tier person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I've met IRL. That's right. Um, yeah, shout out Drew, by the way. Shout out Drew. That's right. And, and uh, I'm sure the audience has had enough of me talking about high school now. So we'll, we can carry on. And we do carry on to find out Guard, a great segment, one, Thank great you. story, two, Thank you. and three, a great way to build suspense because Guard, guess what? We're learning after oh, so many hours of this dumb fucking podcast what it could possibly be that these boys are transporting. We've and been what is the so very, curious. Dude, what could it be? It could be anything in the world. And Guard, what is it? Oh, it's cash. It's money. It's, U.S. dollars. It's cash money. Who can... What? Okay. Who gives a shit, dude? What the fuck? How is that the thing they've been built... They've been acting like it's a huge mystery what they're going to be transporting, man. They literally asked, and he's like, you don't need to know. It's cash, dude. How do you... It's money. <laughs> it's what it's a, something what that absolute... everyone can legally carry every minute of the day. What an absolute boner killer of a reveal. What the fuck do you need uh, really good car drivers for to carry money? I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> Here's all you have to do to get the money safely from here to the airport. 
make several trips driving the speed limit. Not doing a crime because it's just money. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. Know. Oh, it's so what is dumb. Going on? It's so dumb. It's so stupid. And not only that, it's extra dumb because. So we show up to like a trailer park. Yeah. To get the money. Um. Uh, they they show up and knock on a door and a man in a very. Uh, loud and fun short shirt or jacket, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, grabs his go bag and dips. He was waiting for this moment. No questions, just leaves with his duffel bag. Yep. Um, like, I guess it, goons, that was just his job, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, his job was to live in a trailer park and be ready with a go bag. Uh, he does his job and he goes with does his, his bag. Job expertly. Dude, he does his job great. And honestly, looking swaggy because he's got some white jeans on mm-hmm. and a very colorful jacket. Looking cool as ever. Yeah. The boy the, the goons go in with sludge hammers and break open the wall where the cash is. Yeah, they pull huge sludge hammers. Not like normal hammers, that won't do the job. Huge no, no, no. sludge hammers, uh, and just start busting into this guy's wall. By the way, do Trailers have drywall in them? Was it drywall? I don't... I'm not a carpenter, and I've never broken down a wall in a trailer before, so I can't answer that. I haven't either. I've walked inside plenty of trailer homes in my life. Never have I broken one open, so I guess I will withhold my judgment of the uh, materials used. Um, also, as they go in... We see the lady who had the big walkie-talkie, who is we now know is stationed in the trailer across the road from this trailer. And she gets on her radio and says, there's movement in the Verone property and is radioing this to the crooked cop. Right, yes. That's a little plot point um, that we kind of forgot about. The, this guy is going to have his family tortured to death if he doesn't buy them a little window of time here. <laughs> Which I don't understand how any of this works. Because he is supposed to be buying Verona window of time. But he has people stationed across the street from where they're doing the crime. Watching them do the crime. That's what I was wondering too, yeah. In any universe, is he able to buy them a window? He is watching them do crimes, and he has many people watching the crimes and staking out the house that they know is Verone's. How is he ever going to not... I don't don't, don't understand. I mean, the plan's like... So he can, like, tell his deputies to stand down. So what is his plan after that? So he's like... So the deputies see a crime being committed or like what they've been waiting for for months and months happening. And then he's like, don't go in there yet. How does that work for him later on? Yeah. Months, (laughs) but just don't, just don't do it. Yeah. They're talking to the captain. They're like, well, you know, numbnuts told us not to go in there. Like, and then the captain's like, did you see it happening? Yeah. Then that guy gets fired. (laughs) Like, Also, if they're like, Hey, stand down. Wouldn't this employee be like, dude, what the fuck? And like go above him to the other boss. Like, like they're leaving with duffel bags. This is clearly what we're here for. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how there is any uh, any reality where he doesn't call the cops on the crime that his coworkers are watching happen. The whole plot point is really not fleshed out at all. I mean, I guess it might have... I haven't seen the whole movie yet, but I can't imagine that's going to be revisited again a ton. And like, I can't imagine. We've seen this guy for one scene prior to this, so like the whole thing with him, I don't know, sort of like his moral dilemma, it's not that interesting because we don't even know who he is, so I don't know why we're doing this at all. Would the better plan not to be have the person that is living in this put one wad of cash in his pants a day? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Drive to a gas station or a drop location and just drop it anywhere mm-hmm. for them to pick up? Oh, Doesn't yeah. Doesn't that seem like a better plan? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no doubt, yeah. Because I mean, right so, now, let, like, if we, let's play devil's advocate. So, they're, I mean, their whole point is getting, like, cash on an airplane, right? It's getting cash... Out of the, the country uh, somehow. Somehow, right. I think. So, I mean, like, there's a lot of other ways you can go about doing that besides flying a massive amount of cash on, like, a private plane. I don't, I just don't understand the plan, man. Dude, it's such a horrible plan because and they why, know Verone that they're being lives in the watched? United States, right? So, like, why, uh, why is he flying cash anyway? Also, he knows he's being watched yeah. because he's asking for a uh, cover from the a crooked window. cop. Yeah, he needs a, the window. Maybe don't put enormous bags full of cash in the two loudest, most obnoxious-looking cars I've ever seen. And yeah, drive just really drive them fast. there normally. Yeah, I mean, even if you it's don't so... want to do the like small, even if you need it all today for some reason, drive them in like a, a normal sedan to the airport, like. Also, <laughs> great point, but also, they say there's movement at the Verone property. So somehow, this property has to be tied to Verone. Could they not just go inside and find the cash? <laughs> they could have done that. Another thing Verone could have done uh, is move the cash inconspicuously, like you said, one uh, block over, and then, uh, you know, they would have no idea. <laughs> Like, why are you holding all your illicit drug money at a property in your name? Yeah, or that they know is tied to you. You have to be really bad at crimes. Not only is half of your <laughs> half of your inner circle FBI agents, <laughs> but apparently even the local police are just watching your trailer at all times. Yeah, I guess so. It's so... Nothing makes sense. Nope. But uh, that's kind of been the theme of this movie. Um, so the crooked cop comes to his senses and yeah, he, does he call in his boys, which I did not guess was going to happen. So good for him. Also, RIP to his wife and kids, <laughs> presumably, because they're going to be eaten by a rat. Um, yeah, pretty much. And Roman... Uh, does a, another rest in crime. Peace, yeah, rest in pieces after the rat's done with him. <laughs> Would you like to talk about what Roman does to the car that we so lovingly talked about oh, yeah. at length? The oh, Dodge yeah. Durango. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny. We talked about it for so long. So the Durango shows up. Roman puts immediately. I mean, like a minute later, 
puts a brick on the accelerator, aims it at the cop cars, and lets fly. Dude, just fucking lets her rip. Um, again, why didn't the goons just drive there with them? Why did they need to drive there in a Durango when they had no... Uh, they knew they weren't going to drive the Durango out of there. Did they just plan on leaving the Durango? Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> um, speaking of, here's another thing that's awesome about that. Before he does that, Roman says, I'm not going back to jail. He says, I'm not going back to jail, and then commits a crime. Um, I don't understand again, his logic whatsoever here. <laughs> I try to give Roman the benefit of the doubt because his whole character is just for charisma, right? Yeah. But the... I don't understand the logic here at all. If the cop showed up and arrested him, he wouldn't go he to wouldn't jail. He wouldn't go to jail. He, he's an undercover cop. Does he not understand that he's an undercover cop? I don't right think now? he gets what he's doing. He like Does he's he... literally working for Verone in his mind. If the whole if he got <laughs> caught, they would be like job well done, man. I it's good good so... work all around. We have all of this money. We have everything. I mean, what does he think they need? Because, so Officer Doug explained to us a while back that the reason they didn't arrest him right away for the torture is because they need, they want to build a bigger case and, like, get more people involved, right? Shout out Officer Doug. Thank you, Officer Doug. Really appreciate your ongoing um, knowledge base. Uh, So he explained to us that the reason they don't immediately arrest criminals during undercover investigations when they could, even if they could put that guy away for life, is because they want the whole operation shut down, right? Yeah, they want to tie up every loose end all at once. But even in this scenario, Roman, so Roman could be, the writer had an easy out. So he could logically do this to try to catch like the rest of the guys at the airport he could have been like, not ready for this yet, and then did the Durango thing. <laughs> we need more he, evidence, and then let the Durango go. He says not. We gotta get Verone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotta get Verone. Let the Durango fly. He says, I'm not going back to jail. That makes no fucking sense, dude. It, which clearly points out that either A, Roman has no idea what's going on. This whole time, Brian's trying to explain it to him. He's like, dude, we're not actually doing crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working for the cops. Right. And he's like, but what we did was illegal. Like, and it, Roman just cannot understand it. Or the writers didn't think this through. I have a suspicion which one is which. I don't think they're writing Roman to be intentionally the dumbest person ever. I think they're... However... <laughs> accidentally writing him to be the dumbest person ever because they're yeah. not... Anyways, They're whatever. succeeding. Holy shit. So, uh, Roman yeets the Durango at some cops and buys them some time. Yeah. The goons get in the cars with the two boys and we're off, baby. We're off on a high-speed chase. We're dipping. We're weaving. Cops are following. Helicopters are following. Homeland Security's following, but not, like, intervening because they know that one of the cops works for Verone, but that also seems right. very dangerous to let <laughs> these police officers go on a insane chase through Florida, chasing what they think are hardened criminals, and the, the customs are, like, not letting them know that actually two of them are working for us. Mm -hmm. Seems a little irresponsible, but Extremely, yeah. whatever, I guess. It's weird they didn't alert the other departments of that. 
Yeah, shouldn't they be working together? I'd be pissed if I was the police officers in this high-speed chase. And I learn a week later that I nearly died <laughs> because mm-hmm. because they just didn't let us know Someone what their plan was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that they're not letting them know because we know and they know that some cops are crooked. But, like, I don't know. Once you're in the heat of the chase, maybe you should be like, hey, guys, uh, uh, FBI has this one <laughs> or something. Hey, hey, I don't please, know. Local cops, please back off uh, now because we're the FBI and you have to do what we say. Yeah, we are the FBI and we are saying that we have it under control at this point. But they don't do that. Mm-mm. The cops are chasing them like their lives depend on it. Uh, some of the um, cops' lives do depend on it. I mean, it's not they're not exactly safe. <laughs> No, no, they're flying a helicopter uh, 10 feet above (laughs) a busy road and leaning out of the side and bringing back, ding, 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 everyone's favorite character, a harpoon gun. Here we are. You know it, you love it. The harpoon gun. Remember the harpoon gun that we talked about very early on after Brian got caught after his first illegal street race? Yes, not? it is it is back. He gets they show up with their ESD harpoon guns, which again, I would like to remind everyone, breaks this entire universe. It is a made-up weapon that you can shoot into any car, any modern car mm-hmm. and make it in use inusable? Is that is that inusable? Not usable, I would I mean Not really. usable, make it die inexplicably. Yeah, lose all of its uh, electronic functions. functions. Yeah, but the, so to be clear, the car still like drives. You yeah, just they're can't in use it. The headlights, and, I guess. I mean, I guess in modern cars, it's run by oh, a computer. Fuck and up, it modern cars bad, but two thousand two cars like it doesn't. It just like mildly inconveniences Brian. Yeah, you can't we see, see how the... fast he's going anymore because the dash dies. Well. We see from, they show us, they have a screen after they fired it in, and only three, or two of the three prongs are engaged, so... Right, that's true, yeah, that's true. Without that third prong, it only kind of works. It's so lazy (laughs) writing (laughs) to make a gun that just stops cars in a movie... About cars. Primarily (laughs) about driving cars. It's so dumb. It's fucking ridiculous. Also, the fact that then we have, uh, what, eight, nine more movies where these guns do not exist and we never talk about them again because they're written in horrifically. Yeah, Uh, really weird. But they're back now, and Brian has been hit. Uh, Uh Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. As, As you mentioned, though, Stone, only two prongs are engaged, so... It's not working right. Uh, we don't know how it's supposed to work in the first place, so we don't know like what also, it's not doing. Also, it hits the first time Brian's car got shot. Um, his Nissan uh, uh, GTR. It got hit like in the engine, like the in the front part of it, like near the hood. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess in this illogical scenario. Currently, <laughs> Ryan's car has this in its uh, rear driver's side door. Um, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess the electricity flies through the metal uh, of the car, 
Dude, it makes no yeah, fucking sense. I don't sense. know, man. Also, they refer to it as a ESD. It says somewhere like ESD engaged. ESD is made up. They don't tell us what ESD stands for. Nothing. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, oh, it's... oh, I'm I'm a <laughs> I'm a liar. Oh. When we get the shot of the three prongs, say, two think, being locked, yeah. one showing an error, um, it says ESD, Electronical System Disabler. Sick, dude. Yeah, it's a EMP-based weapon. Awesome. According to <sighs> the uh, official Fast and Furious wiki, which, by the way, shout out those guys. Uh, great resource for us. It is really a good resource. Um. Brian yells at the goon he's driving with to hold on to the wheel and reaches out of the uh, door trying to pull this harpoon out of his car. Does he get it out? We don't know because that's where our five minute ends. That is where we will conclude. Yes. Uh, and I have a feeling that the rest of this movie is just going to be one long, dumb, extended action scene. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna come at you with something creative for the next episode because I can almost guarantee. <laughs> yeah, there's not gonna be a lot to discuss. <laughs> I can't imagine much happens other than they drive their car and some more inconveniences happen via harpoon-based weapons. And I'll just say too, we're at the climax of the movie, and I do not feel very climaxed right now. No, I don't feel like I'm ready to climax in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, put with this movie. It's just, yeah, it's just like we said. It's kind of boring. I mean, nothing. Who cares? <laughs> you don't care that we finally got to find out what they're running, and it just happens to Dude, be money. <laughs> I mean, an hour and a half of movie build up, and they said money. Ugh, 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 gross. Well, uh, that's the end of this five minutes, guard. Do you have any predictions going forward? Dude, no. I, I have no... Other I mean, than we're going to be disappointed? I have no clue how they're going to wrap up this garbage pile of a movie, man. I mean, it'll be in some way that makes no sense, but I don't know. Roman and Brian get their pardon for sure. I'll predict that. Uh, yeah, from the president himself. I would say that Monica Fuente dies because she's not, not in the rest of them, but I assume she just like gets written off for the third movie. Yeah, Brian can't have two love interests. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, that's really all I have prediction-wise for you there, Stone. Well, so great. a little lackluster, but God knows how they're going to wrap up this godforsaken film. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, well, Guard, uh, that is all we have to talk about. But before we go, do you have any other stuff that you've watched, read, listened to that you'd like to talk about before we leave? Yeah, my other stuff this week uh, is uh, safety deposit boxes and uh, FDIC insurance. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are much, much, much better ways to store your cash than uh, in a <laughs> wall. Uh, yeah, you're probably If anyone is right. concerned about a bank, uh, you know, getting uh, going out of business or like trying to take your money or whatever, uh, the federal government has an insurance plan covering your money up to $250,000. Huh. Cash. That's, that's, guard, that's good to know. And safe deposit boxes are like $5 a year. And guess what? They're fireproof. 
You know what's not? A trailer, dude, or your house, <laughs> or your bed, okay? As much as much as you'd like it to be, it's not fireproof, you're right. For the love of God, everyone. At, buy, at the bare minute, if you're one of those people that hates banks, fine. Buy a fireproof safe, for the love of God. <laughs> if you live on a houseboat, for the love of God, do not keep your valuables there. Dude. It could sink at any time. <laughs> yeah, man. God, that's my other stuff. I, I don't care if you don't even like banks, that's fine. This isn't a bank <laughs> ad. Get a fireproof safe. All right, that's Ooh. all I have, Stone. Well, um, I haven't. I don't have any other stuff written down. Have I watched anything since last last week? Almost certainly, but I'm just gonna double down and say, get a fireproof safe, guys. Come on. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, Stone, that's all the time we have for tonight. But as always, uh, I'm going to tell you how to find out your stripper name, which is, of course, the street you grew up on plus the name of your first dog, uh, first pet. What's yours, Stone? Uh, Frontier Daisy. It's pretty good. Really good. Really, really good one. Uh, mine is Sherry Gunner. <laughs> so that's pretty good as well. All right. Uh, see ya. See ya. <laughs>